Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Hey, are you ready to learn today? Of course you are. That's why you're here at Trade Show University, here to learn how to do shows and events better. I'm Jim Serbak. Really excited to have you here today and, and always honored to have you sharing some time with me. And today we are talking about a really unique topic. We're talking about doing events post-pandemic, doing them right, and what are they going to look like, and doing them on a budget. And really, uh, you know, post-pandemic, I don't know if we're at quite post-pandemic yet, uh, but hopefully we're turning the corner, getting near the end of this thing, but it just keeps dragging on and on. But obviously, events look a little bit different now than they ever have before. Today, talking about this topic is Maggie Ellison. She is the Vice President at Event Marketing Strategies. She brings so much great insight, so much wisdom in this area, and you're going to love the conversation. You're going to value it and probably want to listen to it more than once. So excited to uh, dive into that interview. But before we do that, it's it's now well into 2022. How are you doing on your goals? If you're slipping a little bit or you need some help, go back and listen to episode 130 where I give you nine tips to help you reach your goals. Because it's, it's not enough to just set goals. Everyone, anyone can set goals and say, hey, here's what I'm going to accomplish this year. It's about reaching those goals and doing some things a little bit differently this year. So go back, listen to episode 130. I'll drop it in the show notes, a link to that. And to help you out on your way to reaching those goals, make sure you're doing shows and trade shows and events differently this year. Make sure you're doing things right. I would love to help you. I'd be honored to help you out doing a review of what you're doing for your upcoming shows or help you get that roadmap to make sure you're doing everything from start to finish correctly. Don't leave money on the table. Don't leave a show frustrated that you don't believe you got all the results that you could have. And even if you think that you rocked it last year, I can almost guarantee I can get you better results this year. Get over to my website, tradeshowu.biz slash roadmap. That's tradeshowu.biz slash roadmap. And we'll sign you up for that free 20-minute consultation. All the tips, all the advice that you're going to get in that 20 minutes, it's yours for free. You can take it and do what you want, and we can see if it makes sense for us to work together and get you even better results this year. And now, let's dive into our interview with Maggie Ellison. Hey, everybody. We are in for a treat today is we're going to be talking about a really, really important episode, which a lot of a lot of uh, people have been wondering, a lot of show planners, a lot of exhibitors are, are wondering, what are things going to look like post-pandemic, and how do we do things maybe on a budget? So I've got a the perfect person to come on and talk to us today. That is Maggie Ellison, and uh, 
Maggie has been passionate about marketing ever since a very, very young age. No surprise, she began executing sizable experiential and sponsorship campaigns early on in her career for a whole host of recognizable companies like American Electric Power, Ohio Health, Nationwide, Piata Italian Street Food, which is one of my favorite places, by the way, Pepsi, Bob Evans, and so many more. Her previous positions with the Columbus Zoo and Aquarium and Cedar Fair Entertainment were excellent precursors to her role overseeing sponsorship implementation for the Ohio State Fair and the Jazz and Rib Fest and leading creative strategy for hundreds of Fortune 1000 companies. Today, her role as Vice President for Event Marketing Strategies is where she's going to be bringing a lot of value today. Maggie, thanks for coming on. Welcome to Trade Show University. Say hello to all of our event professionals out there. Thank you, Jim. It's good to be here. Hello, everyone. <laughs> so we're talking about post-pandemic events on a budget. Well, there's so many changes, obviously, that have happened during the pandemic. How have events really changed since the start of the pandemic? Great question. Uh, I think maybe the bigger question is, is how have people changed? Which True. is really going to change the landscape of events uh, moving forward. So we hunkered down in our homes for what we thought was going to be a week, four <laughs> weeks, and it turned into four months, and it turned into a very, very much longer time than that. So uh, events have shifted. Events have changed. Events, venues are getting smarter. Uh, we're seeing a lot more digital integration with technology and mobile apps and electronic ticketing. Uh, event and venue operators have taken this past year and a half and have really said, well, we have a little bit of time on our hands. How can we start operating a little smarter? And what's interesting from a, from a consumer perspective is our behaviors have changed. It takes 21 days to develop a habit and we have been in habit mode for a long time. So really not only are events changing, but the consumer is changing so much, which is really going to dynamically shift the way we experience events as we move into 2022. You're so right. You're so right. I do so many things differently now <laughs> than I did 18 months ago when this whole thing kicked off or however long it's been. But it, And that's true across the board. We've been hunkered down and now going back to, especially to those in-person events. So what, what challenges do you think that really poses for event planners? Yeah, that, that's an excellent question. And I, I like to use the word opportunity. I mean, I think there's a lot of opportunity for event organizers, whether you're hosting an event for 100 people, you're hosting a, an event on a trade show floor where you're engaging with customers or you're hosting an event for a million people. Really, the opportunity is coming up with those unique, creative ways to engage customers because face-to-face -face is not lost. I think more than ever, we have been experiencing what we like to call in our industry, digital fatigue, Zoom fatigue. Mm -hmm. We've been yep. behind a screen and it's funny, we get back in front of people and we don't know how to, how to interact anymore. So I think that's a challenge. That's an opportunity for event organizers is, is getting back face to face with the consumer and figuring out a creative and unique way to engage with the customer, whether it's a brand or whether it's an event. And I definitely think going back to my last point, digital strategies are going to continue to be incredibly important. So if events are not thinking forward and how do we reduce waste at our event and how do we integrate 
mobile app technologies and how do we better utilize our website and get information out to people through digital mechanisms, I think that's a huge area of opportunity for events. Tickets are really moving toward digitization. We've been moving in that direction for a long time, but because we've had time as event organizers to say, hey, you know what? We're not doing a whole lot else. Just went to Broadway a few weeks ago and all of our tickets are you know, stored in my wallet on my iPhone. So um, definitely seeing that as, as an opportunity Uh, I think also just navigating the continuation of this pandemic, right? You're starting to see requirements of vaccinations or requirements of negative testing. And I think that's going to pose a particularly interesting challenge as we navigate how do we get people into our gates differently than than maybe we've ever had to, to think about or deal with previously. You bring up so many great points, especially the health and safety aspect of it is front and center. People need to feel safe when they're coming to an event. And uh, as exhibitors, sponsors, we all want to make sure that, that is, there is a safe environment for people to come and feel ready to do business, to, to build those relationships that we've come to know and come to rely on through our events. So, so many great points there. And you brought up a couple other really cool things. Obviously, understand the opportunities that are in front of you. How can we reduce waste? It's a greener world. It's getting greener, and then that has to become more of a focus for everybody. Had a guest recently on the podcast talking about sustainability, and that it's just a huge topic and something that everyone needs to be considering as as they they plan their events and everything going digital from the tickets to lead retrieval and obviously we've been doing that for a while. But there's so many different aspects, and how can you make it digital? And if the event is going to be a have a virtual component, whether it's a hybrid event or, or all virtual, understanding there's people on the other side of that that have their own needs and their own environment that they're dealing with on the opposite side of a screen and, and being cognizant of that. So there's so many things that, that uh, the event planner really needs to, to consider. So what do you, given all this, what events do you think are really going to be successful as we start to pull out of this pandemic? Yeah, that's that's the, the, the big question, right? Um, people, going back to consumer behavior, people are ready. We, there is an appetite to get back out to events. People are done being cooped up in their homes. They love their homes because they've just spent all year renovating them. They're ready to get back get back out there. So I think all events in in any fashion are going to be successful. I do think there's going to be a demand for a hybrid model, a component that is still virtual. Uh, Example being, I want to go to XYZ conference and maybe I'm not wanting to be away from my house or away for that period of time? Is there an opportunity for me to attend that conference virtually? Is there an opportunity for me to tune in to a live stream? We're seeing a lot more of that integrated and it's being more, it's not just integrated, it's it's being more widely accepted, Yeah. which is I think a, a challenge that we had pre-pandemic. So concerts, Really, anything face-to-face, we are missing it. We are craving it, including generations that experience this this pandemic in a very unique point in time in their life. I have two young nephews, one of whom didn't really see people 
at all for his first almost two years of life. And you can see that we are social creatures at, at our at our core, because as soon as he's around people, it's like it's just he just fits in. So I'm of the mindset. I'm incredibly optimistic that no matter the event, we're going to see very strong attendance at fairs and festivals, concerts trade shows, conferences, CES is, is coming up in January, and I'm, I'm, I'm not on the behind the scenes of that, but I'm confident that they're going to see a pretty strong engagement at, at, that, at that conference, I would hope, uh, as well as just some of the other big ones that are coming, coming yeah. up here soon. Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, CES is probably you don't get much bigger than than CES conference, but there's so there's thousands of conferences and expos and trade shows that go on throughout the year that are smaller than that. And if you're if for for that uh, for that trade show planner for that or even that exhibitor that is planning, there's a lot of things that have happened with our budgets over the last year. And so, so, and we talked about doing things on a budget as, as, as we came into this episode. So give, give people some ideas of maybe some, some things that they can do on a budget. Uh, maybe if, if you have any case studies, you could share about some, uh, some companies that have made an impact on a small budget. That's a great question, Jim. Uh, I think when we think about budget, that's the, the, the grand question is what is a big budget versus a small budget? And it totally depends on the brand, on the industry. I would say it starts with going back to basics and thinking about who is your target customer and are you too broadly marketing to that customer? Can you refine that a little bit more? And that's going to help refine that budget automatically if you can really focus in on who is the target customer. So that's marketing 101, but I think at least behaviors changed and has our customer changed? And I think we need to be asking ourselves that important question. Uh, when we think about marketing on a budget and particularly experiential marketing, face-to-face -face event marketing, it's ruling out, I, I talk a lot about tech, but it's it's not ruling out technology, but it's really being strategic in how you put together a program. It doesn't need to be a huge booth display at a trade show. It doesn't need to have all this crazy interaction, if a semi-truck that you're traveling across the country, whatever it might be. I think we need to rewind a little bit and get back to basics. And that basics is, Who's the target customer? What are you trying? What message are you trying to convey to them? And how can you do it in such a way that is still meaningful and making an impact, but doesn't have to be this huge display on wheels that costs a lot of money to transport, that costs a lot to set up? It, it does have that flash and bang. And I think we'll start to see organizations getting back to that. But it's really refining uh, and defining who you're trying to reach and simplifying wherever possible. Great advice. And you're speaking my language. Anyone who's been listening to me for quite a while knows I, I really harp on going back to basics, those fundamentals. It's understanding your audience. Just like you said, Maggie, it, it, you're so right. Understanding the audience, what is, is going to really make that connection and impact them as they're going through so it, you could simplify especially if budget is a big concern right now and sometimes it takes even more effort to be creative on a small budget than it does if you have this big budget where where there's really no limits 
And it's a, the same thing goes for, you know, if anyone's writing marketing copy, it's a lot easier to write a lot of words, but being succinct and being and, and cutting that down takes a lot more time and a lot more energy and creativity. And the same thing goes with your with your booth. It might take a little more time to be creative and go, how can we really make an impact? How can we reach out and grab the audience as they're walking by? in a simple way without spending a, a ton of money on our displays and, and graphics and all the, all the things that go along with it. So you so many great things. So everyone hopefully rewind that, <laughs> listen to Maggie again, what she said there, cause it's really, really great stuff. So there's some tips and tricks you can offer businesses that are doing their planning for 2022 and beyond. What are, what are some things that you really want them to, to, uh, to consider? Yeah, I think much of which we've already discussed, and that's, again, getting back to those basics, redefining the target customer, keeping it unique and memorable and making sure that that connection is very real and raw. We live in a world where we all talk to one another. We have a lot of peer-to-peer -peer marketing happening. And I think that's another uh, potential tip or trick, I guess you could say, is and this goes back to the budget question as well. So instead of trying to reach 10,000 people, how do you reach 1,000 people that you know that message is going to get to them in the right way? And then you have this little bit of a wildfire situation of spreading of information. TikTok is in my mind right now, hmm. right? You've got um, a lot of brands that are engaging very authentically and organically on social media platforms. The same is happening at events we need to start taking that digital thought process and applying it to events where you have this wildfire spreading from person to person. Oh, hey, did you go check out that booth? Oh, hey, did you see that they're doing this? Whatever that may be. What is that creative, unique idea? And how do you take it and make it your own and make it a very memorable experience for the consumer? Love that thought of wildfire <laughs> because that's that's something that is very vivid and people can can relate to. And how do you so instead of you know go, a, a video going viral or something online going viral, having that wildfire aspect of it in a, a live event? How do you make something happen that where it's going to cause that word of mouth and that people are going to start telling other people? So you see that uh, the draw to your booth. I love it. That's awesome. That is awesome stuff. You gave us so many so many great things to to consider today as we as we start to to wrap up what are the top one or two takeaways you really want people to leave with after hearing today's episode number one keep it multi-channel. So I talked a little about digital integration today. Face-to-face -face is not going anywhere. We crave social interaction, but as marketers and as individuals who are working in this space of reaching people through trade shows and events, it's up to us to make sure that the entire company's marketing strategy is very much multi-channel. We can't just touch people in one format any longer. We really need to be reaching them in multiple ways. And then secondarily, I would say getting to people where they are. We have changed behavior throughout this pandemic. I don't know about you all, but I'm doing a lot more online ordering. I'm doing a lot more with delivery, a lot more with pickup. So really spending time brainstorming with your team to think about how has our customer changed in the last year and a half and how are we going to reach them now in ways that we didn't have to think about before the pandemic. And that is a big 
challenge, opportunity, like both of those words together for all of us to really be thinking about because gone is the way we did things before and we need to keep moving forward thinking about how we are going to continue to change as individuals given what we've been the cards we've been dealt this last year and a half amen everyone things have changed you know you have changed your audience has changed as well so make sure you are understanding what changes have they gone through don't just try and do the same things over and over again in this new world maggie thank you so much those are great takeaways tell everybody a little bit about event marketing strategies yeah, Event Marketing Strategies is, is an experiential marketing agency. We're based in Columbus, Ohio with a national reach. And we help connect brands with their target consumers through face-to-face -face marketing. That could be at a trade show booth. That could be at an event. And we travel programs all over and uh, are excited for what's to come in 2022 in the event space after spending a while really reinventing who we are as an organization and, and how we represent the brands that we work with across all industries, healthcare, insurance, restaurant, transit, and are excited for what's to come. And 40 years, you have uh, you have built up quite the client base. It's just so impressive, so impressive. But one thing that I really love, uh, tell everybody about this. Tell everyone about your peace candle. Yeah, so one of our pillars at Event Marketing Strategies is we defined a couple of years ago that what we really deliver on for our clients and our vendors and our customers is we deliver peace of mind. And for anyone interested, if you visit eventmarketingstrategies.com backslash peace of mind, exactly how it sounds, and you fill out a little form there, we'd be glad to send you a candle. We partnered with 11th Candle Company, and that is a cause. That's a whole other discussion for another day, Jim, but talking about cause initiatives and social yes. initiatives being super important for future. But they're a cause, uh, cause company, and we're happy to have partnered with them. So we'd love to send you a candle and deliver on peace of mind fantastic take advantage of that everyone get over to uh, the website and i will i will drop the link right into the show notes and so lastly if people wanted to reach out to you maggie what's the best way for them to do that come to my house i'm just kidding. um <laughs> maggie ellison uh, my email is my first initial my last name at eventmarketingstrategies.com you can find me on twitter marketing mags Instagram, Maggie Ellison 24, or if you just Google me, I'm sure that there's, there's some information that'll come up there too, but would love the opportunity to talk to anybody who's interested. Awesome. And check the show notes. I'll have all the links to her social and, and her email and all that in there. Maggie, thank you so much for joining me today. You've given us such, such great information, thinking about 2022 and beyond, especially as we try to watch our wallets and do things a little smarter and a little bit more budget friendly. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jim. And everyone, continue to come back here. Continue to learn. Listen to this and share this episode with others who you know could benefit from it. We just appreciate you taking the time to continue to learn. And let's make 2022 our best year for events ever. And keep coming back here on campus at Trade Show University. I sure hope you had fun listening to that as much fun as I did during the interview. 
And if you are getting value out of these episodes, please leave me a rating and review on Apple or now Spotify takes ratings and reviews. It's going to help more people learn how to do shows better, how to do events better. And also be sure to subscribe there and get over to tradeshowu.biz and subscribe to the weekly email newsletter. I've got a free gift for you and you're going to get free tips every single week. So thanks so much and we'll see you back here on campus next time at Trade Show University.